Welcome back to Talking Baddies. This is Leah. I'm here with Lexi. Hey, Lexi. Hi, Leah. How are you feeling today? I'm good. How are you feeling today? In all honesty, I'm okay. You're okay today? Yeah. I'm just okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. In the spirit of full transparency, we're going through our community is in a little bit of pain. Mm-hmm. Today, does that make sense to say? Mm-hmm. Lexi and I are both feeling it. Mm-hmm. We didn't sleep last night, but we're happy to be here. Yeah. Recording. I have a question for you, Lexi. Okay. What is the cringiest thing you've done on the internet? Oh, every time one of the Facebook memories pops up, that is the cringiest thing I've done on the internet. <laughs> every new one that comes up really? is the most cringy thing I've ever read. Every single every one. single one. Oh my gosh. They just keep getting worse and worse. <laughs> Can we is there one for today? Well, I remember okay, let me look. Okay. See if there's one, a new one. <laughs> okay. See, I don't know how to find them. I just open Facebook and Yeah, and it's like the most embarrassing thing I've ever <laughs> And it's like, said. do you want to share this memory? <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I don't no, want to share this. I remember one, it was like I found the cure to be Burr fever. It's Jimmer Fredette. <laughs> <laughs> Not Jimmer. Isn't his name Jimmer Fredette? Yeah. 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 I'm just saying that. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Please know Jimmer. <laughs> he was cute. Yeah. I like Jimmer. I, I just Jimmer was embarrassed Fred. about thinking of me saying that on Facebook. <laughs> he posted that publicly. Yeah. I finally got over Justin Bieber and oh, I've moved on to Jimmer Fredette. <laughs> Okay, what's the craziest thing you've done on the internet? The first thing that comes to mind is I have always been a fan, when I was a kid at least, of a good subtweet mm-hmm. or a sub post. <laughs> yeah. I love calling people out <laughs> and or like just directly making a post about someone. So the one that I remember that I'm so like, what was I thinking? I was texting this guy that I liked about a girl that he liked and mm-hmm. I was he was like asking me how to get her and like asking me for advice on like how to ask her out. This how is in like her, middle Leah? school, 8th grade. Okay. 8th grade. And I'm like helping him try to try to get this girl that he likes. And so I make a post on Facebook and I'm like when you're trying to help your crush get in a relationship with their crush dot 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 life sucks or something like that <laughs> did he read it but yeah the next like the next day one of his friends comes out to me and is like so he saw your facebook post and i was like what are you talking about and he's like you know the one where you like said that he's your crush and that you're helping him with his <laughs> crush like it was so obviously about him like how would he not read that and i don't know what i was thinking <laughs> you should repost that when it comes up in your memories <laughs> yes. please should i tag him yeah at you <laughs> oh yeah that was a fun time yeah the early days good. of our internet facebook yeah back in the facebook days yeah do you have a self-love win from this past week big or small in this moment I'm thinking about the last yesterday and today have been really hard. And I think just allowing myself to feel emotions and not judge myself or 
put too much pressure on myself. Yeah. Is that a self-love win? Yeah. No, that's something that um, my therapist talked to me about, about letting yourself feel emotions and no emotion is a bad one. So it's just learning how to cope and how to like move through them. Mm-hmm. So I think that's perfect. Cool. It's a good one. What about you? Going along the same lines yesterday and today have been really hard. So <laughs> I'm going to reference my therapist for the rest of my life. Just so you guys know, you can prepare yourself. <laughs> but one thing my therapist wants me to try is resetting my vagus nerve, resetting my nervous system, especially in the midst of like high emotions. So yesterday when I was really like suffering and just feeling in a lot of emotional pain, I took a cold shower because I was like, my therapist told me that this would work, so I'm going to try. And while I was in the cold shower, I did the breathing exercises that she told me because she called it a double whammy. She's like, if you really want to shock your body into relaxation mode, you do this. And so I did it and it it felt good. It really, I felt refreshed after. Still sad, but mm-hmm. <laughs> a little better. And I was I was proud of myself for taking the taking a moment to like step outside of myself and try something to like recalibrate in a sense. That's so, good. Yeah. Good job. Thanks. That vagus nerve. Good old vagus nerve. Reset that. Never heard of it until my therapist told me about <laughs> it, but <laughs> she made it up on the spot because she panicked. <laughs> She's like, gosh, I just went to Vegas. Vegas nerve. <laughs> <laughs> She's the most creative pathological liar <laughs> the... and that's why we get along yeah because <laughs> i lie to her about everything and she lies to me about everything perfect it's a perfect combo alexi what's our topic today modesty modesty yep and how it relates to the church that we grew up in body image so before we get into today's topic a little disclaimer We are not experts or professionals. We are very much amateurs and currently struggling with these issues. We like to be as open and honest as possible, so some of what we say may be triggering. I remember at girls camp, one of my leaders made me change into pants because my shorts weren't long enough and we were going river rafting or something. And she made you put on pants? Yeah, I couldn't wear shorts. And the shorts were past my fingertips, too. I don't know what she wanted me to wear, like... Capris? Capris. <laughs> and I was like, what the hell? For like, river rafting, like, an activity where you're going to get soaked. Yeah. And nobody's looking at you. Yeah. Like, you're going to... Who's going to be uncomfortable because your shorts are too short? It was so stupid. That and I'm mad so about it to stupid. this day. I wish I wouldn't have changed and just sat in my tent. Like, I wish I would have thrown a fit. You should have. <laughs> she needs to be taught a lesson. Yeah. <laughs> you should have. You should have thrown a whole fit, made a big deal about it, and taught her a lesson about modesty. Be like, you know you're sexualizing me right now, right? Yeah, in front of, she called me out in front of everybody. It wasn't even private. No, she was like, go change your shorts. And I was like, why? Like, we're going (laughs) river rafting. What was everyone else wearing? I don't even know. I I probably was like, look at her. Yeah. What the heck? Yeah. Like, why single you out? Yeah. That's insane. It is insane. That makes me so mad for little Lexi. 
No, I was. Don't feel bad for little Lexi. She, okay. she could handle her own. Like okay. I ran that young women's. Honestly, <laughs> like I was the shiz. So she was probably trying to put me in my place or something. <laughs> you needed to be humbled. Yeah. Okay, maybe I'm on her side. <laughs> I was probably so annoying. <laughs> you were in charge. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. She was intimidated by me. <laughs> I know it'll get her down. I'll make her put pants on. <laughs> like a fool. <laughs> or river rocking. <laughs> like an idiot. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, that's definitely what was going on in her mind. That is crazy to me. Yeah. Did you have anything happen like that? I just remember. So I grew up for the most part in Texas. I was there from like third grade to eighth grade. So all of my friends in like middle school were not members of the church and they all dressed immodestly and my mom was very strict on keeping me modest and sometimes I would like we were going to Six Flags for a school trip mm-hmm. and I wore jeans there and then I had my friend bring me a pair of short denim shorts <laughs> and I I, they didn't end up fitting, but I was going to wear those. <laughs> I was going to wear those at the amusement park. That's amazing. Yeah. Was it just like the normal rule of like your mom had of like the fingertips or something? Like, Yeah, it was what? like I had to wear like almost Bermuda shorts, like mm-hmm. long. But I don't think I owned very many pairs because that day I was wearing jean capris mm-hmm. with like holes on the knees. Mm-hmm. And... I was just like, for me, it was feeling embarrassed and left out that I couldn't dress like the other girls were dressing. And so, yeah, I would like try to sneak immodest outfits. And it's probably hot, too. Yeah, in Texas, in the middle of the school year, going to an amusement park. Like, Mm -hmm. I was uncomfy. Yeah. That's the first thing that came to my mind Mm -hmm. about modesty. You were in eighth grade? When that happened? No, it was probably sixth grade. It was between third grade and eighth grade mm-hmm. when I lived in Texas. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, all my friends could wear short shorts. And that was like, I was so jealous of them. We got a comment or a submission about this. We asked our Instagram followers to just provide their insight or feedback or any experiences they have with like modesty and we got a sub- one single submission. <laughs> Should I admit that? You already did, so <laughs> we're just moving forward. Okay, just take it and move on. It says, never felt sexy or attractive when I was a teenager, so I would dress immodestly because I didn't think I had anything to show off. Then people would sexualize me and talk about how inappropriate I was dressed. To this day, I still cover up even though I'm not religious because of the shame I felt. I thought that was really interesting. Mm -hmm. Thank you for whoever sent us that. Thank you for engaging with our Instagram. Yeah, Yeah, we love it, honestly. It's very exciting. And yeah, that's, I'm sorry that, I don't know if you're listening, but I'm going to pretend that I'm talking to you. (laughs) Like, that's, I'm sorry you're dealing with that. Yeah, to this day. Yeah. And not even from a religious background. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, our whole thing is we grew up LDS And there's very strict standards as to what a woman can or can't show, no matter what age you are. And as you get older, you transition into wearing garments underneath your clothes 
that like further enforces the modesty but to not even have a religious background and still have the still have modesty have that same impact of like making you feel like you're just something to be looked at Mm -hmm. and that you need to dress covered up so people don't get uncomfortable looking at you like it's so stupid it is stupid i just think it's interesting like she she said that she doesn't she never felt sexy at growing up so i don't know if it says so she felt like she could dress immodestly because mm-hmm. she wouldn't maybe she was thinking she wouldn't face any of the repercussions because immodesty is correlated with women like showing off their bodies basically yeah Does that makes sense yeah but then she still got those negative responses even though she felt like maybe she wasn't doing anything mm-hmm. i don't know if that even makes sense. yeah no like a shoulder to her was just a shoulder mm-hmm. for example or like your thigh is just a thigh it's not like anything to be ogled is that a word it's, that they're makes? not sexual parts yeah so in this person's mind i'm assuming they're like my shoulder is just my shoulder and my thigh is just my thigh. And like, I'm not trying to be sexy. I'm just trying to live my life and then to be sexualized. Like, it's like, I don't know, that's frustrating. Mm-hmm. I think just the biggest thing that I'm holding on to is that they're not religious mm-hmm. and they still were shamed. Mm-hmm. And I was religious and was like, just conditioned to be ashamed of yeah immodesty. Modest culture purity culture extends Mm -hmm. outside of religion is interesting yeah and sad like i said earlier i found a facebook post on this group that i forgot i was a part of that i joined when i was a member and this is an anonymous post and i don't want to say the group because i don't want them to get rid of me (laughs) i want to stay in it we want to stay for the drama (laughs) yeah (laughs) But basically, this girl made a post asking about garments. So if you don't know what garments are, they are white underwear. Super sexy. So sexy. (laughs) (laughs) That you wear under everything. Like you wear. All the time. All the time. Constantly. And there's like a lot of stigmas around do you wear it when you're working out do you wear it when you're having sex lots of judgment with it so much judgment do you know i never wore garments oh yeah because you never went through the temple yeah you're lucky i'm happy that i never had to deal with that you didn't miss out on much yeah no (laughs) i for the most part wore them just on my mission but i i didn't mind them through the colder months But when it was really hot and sticky and humid out, they were just miserable. Mm -hmm. And as a sister missionary at the time, you were required to wear dresses and skirts. Now some can wear pants. But it was just an uncomfortable thing to have underneath you shifting around all the time. Because the the shorts go all the way down to like your knees, right? Yeah. And then they're like the top. They have sleeves. Yeah, it's like a high neckline and then your shoulders are covered by your underwear. And it's not even like a nice material. It's like silky and sticky. Mm -hmm. It's horrible. I had a mission companion actually who asked our mission president for permission to not sleep in her garments because she gets yeast infections. I heard that women get yeast infections because of their garments. Yeah. That's 
horrifying. Yeah. And imagine asking your mission president for permission. Do you know what the mission president said? I think he gave her permission. I think he said it was fine. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I I have a yeast infection, <laughs> sir. Sir, please. Horrible. Can I change my underwear? Can oh I change what underwear I sleep in? Yeah. How much control do we have over people in the True. church? So sad. Yeah. And you don't think it's culty at all. That's kind of culty to me. But anyways, this woman lives in a hot state and she's basically asking for outfit advice because she really struggles with wearing garments in the summer. She doesn't mind it so much in the winter, but she has a really hard time in the summer. They make her feel horrible about her body. She said that she wasn't self-conscious before wearing garments, but now that she has to wear them, she hates her body. Not interesting. Mm -hmm. And yeah, she's she said she's mid-sized, whatever, that probably doesn't matter, but some of the comments were kind of here's a comment. I live most of my day in air conditioning because of heat, humidity, seasonal allergies, etc. I know most people enjoy the outdoors in the summer, but it's not a lifestyle for me anymore. Might not be ideal, but something to consider. Like don't go outside? Yeah. Stay inside? Yeah. That's horrible. So you can wear oh your garments. That's literally the first comment. It is, is it the first comment because it has a lot of likes on it? No, it's just the, it only has one like. Oh. It's just the first one that like you stop all comments and there it is. Oh my gosh. I know. Stop living life. Yeah. That- just change your lifestyle. <laughs> That's what God wants. Oh my gosh. He doesn't want you to go outside anymore. It's horrible. I know. I hope she's not listening to these people she, who don't know her at all. I know. And they're just like, here's another bad one. This lady was so sassy. She says, this is tricky. Going from a t-shirt to a tank top during the summer doesn't suddenly make someone cool and comfortable in hot temperatures. You can really take whatever your modest style is and make it summer friendly. And you owe yourself a touch of grace for your body type. Lightweight capri pants, t-shirts, maxi dresses, and skirts may be some things to consider, but this doesn't really feel like it's a garment problem. And then she did a shrugging <laughs> emoji. <laughs> oh my god. I know. I know. Doesn't really feel like a garment <laughs> problem. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it feels like a you problem so snarky okay what does she mean by that like oh you're not spiritual enough to like it's a you problem because you don't want it badly enough or i something? think that's yeah that's like what she's saying that like it's just because you can wear a tank top in the summer doesn't mean you'll automatically be cooler so it's just like it's way more comfortable though yeah and you don't have to wear anything under it yeah. The problem is wearing a bra and a garment top and a shirt and you want to look cute and feel confident in your body and be comfortable. It's already three layers. Yeah. Just as is baseline. Oh, you can cut this out. For your bra, did you wear your own bras? Or mm-hmm. They weren't like garment bras. No, I had my own bra. Did you wear it over or underneath? Your garment. It depended on what my outfit was. 
If it was something a little bit, if it was like a white shirt, I would wear my bra under my garments. But if it was like black or something not sheer or see-through at all, I would wear it over. My mom says, told me, because I hadn't thought about it until I started preparing to go to the temple. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait, mom, like my bra, like do I wear it? Well, I just assumed I wore it underneath. And my mom was like, no, like. You wear your garment top and then put your bra over the garment. Yeah. And I was like, what the? F-? Like, <laughs> why would I do that? Yeah. It sounds so ugly and like weird. <laughs> I like couldn't wrap my head. That's what made me leave the church was that <laughs> exact thing. Yeah, that exact thing. Yeah. I was like, what? No. <laughs> Bye. I'm not doing this. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The first time Michael and I had sex, I was wearing garments. The whole time? No, like I had to take my garments oh. off. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh. ah. Yeah, I had to take off my garments to have. You're like, Michael, take my garments off. <laughs> I had to explain to him what they were because I was still wearing them. Mm-hmm. I'd sleep in them. Was he like weirded out by them? Or? Yeah, he would make fun of them. <laughs> but not in like a like a rude way. Well, maybe rude, but like <laughs> like I was in on the joke. Okay. Like we were both like sexy underwear. Yeah. yeah. Like we were both, you know. Is that part of the reason why you stopped wearing them? Like like joking about it? Did it make you feel like, oh yeah, I can take these off? Maybe. I think being with a partner who didn't grow up religious at all mm-hmm. opened my eyes to a lot of how the the world outside of the LDS church functions. And he's an amazing guy. He doesn't drink. He doesn't like to smoke. He's like all the things that like I thought anyone who wasn't Mormon would do. Right. He has zero interest in. And I think he's a better person than I am in a lot of ways. And so just being with him and seeing how he leads his life and carries himself made me realize that like, there's good outside of the church. It kind of helped bring me into reality that like, yeah, my underwear is weird. Mm-hmm. It's weird that I do this. Yeah. And it like has like sacred stitching in it. And like I had to explain to him what that was and what it was supposed to mean. And mm-hmm. it's just like it kind of brings you out of it mm-hmm. being with someone who's like, wait, what? Yeah. So like, wait, think about this logically. Yeah. <laughs> what are we doing here? <laughs> So you have to wear this everywhere. Yeah. There's sacred stitching in it. Did I hear that correctly? And then you can't just throw them away. Yeah. You You got to cut cut them up. Yeah. I used to help my mom cut up her garments as a kid. I never did that. Really? Was that weird? I thought it was was so satisfying. Really? Yeah. The scissors, the sound that the scissors make when you snip through garments. Yeah. Amazing. (laughs) That's funny. That is an amazing sound. I loved it. But my hand would cramp a little bit. But <laughs> just I didn't hundreds like of pieces of underwear. <laughs> she was putting us to work. <laughs> Sweatshop. I was at the DI one day with Hunter. Mm-hmm. And I found this, the cutest white jumpsuit. And I held it up. I was like, Hunter, look how cute this is. And he was like, Lexi, that's like a temple jumpsuit or something that shouldn't be out here on the floor and i was like oh whoops i put it back and then hunter went and told somebody and they took it off the floor oh my God. <laughs> so cute <Yeah. laughs> 
imagine you're wearing that around town. <laughs> it's like for sale in my store. <laughs> well, you are selling Temple Recommend holders. Yeah. So. The back room is all garments oh and my stuff. Gosh. You can get into the business of cute, comfy garments. Yeah. <laughs> Upcycled. Yes. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Like so embarrassing. Was it like a women's jumpsuit too? Or was it a men's? So women's. A women's? I think it was in the women's dresses. Those are kind of specific. Or I guess you can kind of wear whatever, actually. It depends on what ceremony you're doing. I don't know. I Do they look like the baptism jumpsuits? Some of them do, yeah. They're like similar to that? Yeah, if you don't, if you don't have a dress or something to wear, the clothes that they give you will have the jumpsuit mm-hmm. usually to wear but you can just wear like a dress that you bring from home Mm -hmm. as long as it's white and covers absolutely everything Mm -hmm. that's my style (laughs) apparently Apparently. (laughs) you were being drawn to the lord (laughs) i was calling out to you like so embarrassed thinking about it still (laughs) you didn't know there's no way for you to know (laughs) It's a good thing Hunter was with you. I would have, <laughs> you would have yeah. bought it and brought it home to him. How many temple garments have I purchased <laughs> and sold online? Oh my God. You're selling them as wedding dresses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I just thought those two comments mostly were what like stuck out to me on that post. Just like... This woman is clearly struggling and wants to do what God wants, and these women are judging her for it. Like, she's literally reaching out for help and getting crapped on. Yeah. It's horrible. Yeah. For something that's, like, not normal. Like, of course it's hard. You're not supposed to wear three layers in Texas heat. Yeah. You're not. And now she doesn't, like... Her body, is that what she said? Yeah. Yeah. She was she was like, I'd never had body issues until I had to wear garments. Mm-hmm. And now she feels frumpy. And like she, she's just un she's not confident anymore. Mm-hmm. She has this added layer. And I'm like, is that that's like I don't know. God doesn't want that. But I mean, I feel like in the church there's a lot of praise. That goes towards doing hard things, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. These women are saying it's hard, but if you... If you love God, then you'll do it. You'll do it. Because it's a testament of your covenants. I also just think it's kind of crazy. We've talked about this before. It's kind of the reason for this episode. But modesty just like perpetuates sexualizing someone and objectifying Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like school dress codes did you ever have an issue with our school dress codes at high school like getting called out Mm -hmm. no i never did personally but i would be like walking down the hallway and teachers i would overhear a teacher making a comment on a girl's skirt being too short and like men uh, male yeah yeah male teachers sometimes female too 
but saying like, next time you wear that skirt, I'm going to send you to the principal's office and then they're going to tell your mom and we don't want that. So like having women cover their shoulders and their like thighs and their bellies, like things that are not sexual at all at all they're just making those parts sexual and then it's making men they're being told that women should cover these parts and it's making them the men i don't know like men look at women like the shoulders are sexual mm-hmm. i don't know like does that make sense yeah yeah it does like the men are taught that women aren't supposed to show these body parts and so there's like an allure to them like they're put on a pedestal almost and so it kind of justifies them looking at those as sexual and like being distracted Mm -hmm. by shoulders and like it makes it a point to be noticed it makes women just even more like objects yeah just something to look at and be distracted by and be covered up I had friends growing up in Texas. They went to church with me and their mom would let them wear tank tops. And I judged them so hard in my head. I was like, you dirty slut. <laughs> you, I don't think you said those exact words, I hope. <laughs> How old were you? <laughs> uh, third through eighth grade. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> but I judged them. Yeah. I was like, how could your mom let you wear that? That's so inappropriate. Like me, a little, whatever, we'll say fourth grader. You little slut. (laughs) Dirty (laughs) slut. Yo. I can see your shoulders. You know that, right? (laughs) No, I feel like, I mean, I did it. Mm -hmm. It's, It's just like the culture to judge people who dress like that like it's stupid (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's so So dumb normal like it has nothing to do with your character and who you are as a person Mm -hmm. and everything to do with your body oh so i was looking at dr julie hanks instagram she is mormon but she had a lot of good things to say about modesty like in 2021 she posted a bunch of stuff about it and Mm -hmm. people were like reposting it i mean the people I follow were reposting it. But mm-hmm. she said, so basically we're saying that women are responsible for men's thoughts, basically. Right. And then she says, in what other situations are men not responsible for their own thoughts? Like, men are always responsible for their own thoughts. Like, yeah. It has nothing to do with how a woman is dressed. Yeah. Oh, what do you think about the church saying modesty is a mindset? I think they've... Ooh. they switched yeah to like to saying that over the last couple years yeah modesty is a mindset well what's the mindset supposed to be like what does it entail what does a modest mindset look like like they're saying it's not just the way you dress it's the way you act it's like are you drawing too much attention to yourself are you being kind it's like just encompassing everything but not just your body even it's saying more than that like are you mo- your attitude? Yeah, I think is bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> it like makes me mad. Yeah. hearing that because all growing up we were just told that modest we had to cover our bodies, and it's because mm-hmm. we need to protect the young men, and and we, I don't know, 
And now they're just saying it's more than that. It's your it's your mindset. It's your attitude. It's how you present yourself. Yeah. And they're just, like you said, trying to backtrack. We grew up being conditioned. It was ingrained. Like I was sneaking short shorts for my friends or trying to, but they didn't fit me. Like we went through a lot mm-hmm. in the name of the church's standard on modesty. And to now have that like. Well, I do want to say I'm glad that it has shifted because I think in the for strength of youth, it doesn't even say anything about your outfit. Like it's about. Oh, it doesn't. It's up to the person to decide what is modest for them, apparently. Mm -hmm. Unless you have to wear garments. True. But I'm glad like my little sisters don't have to grow up with what we grew up. And they're probably not judging people as hard as we were. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Like, it's good change. It just sucks that it wasn't the standard in the first place. Mm -hmm. I also feel like there was like we had to choose to either look cute or be modest, and like we had to choose the hard thing to be and like dress modestly, Mm -hmm. and we were giving up like looking cute and having like that attention from boys did you get yes and i feel like that also pushes the idea that women are the only thing women are good for is to be looked at yeah like be pretty modest is hottest yeah that phrase it's so stupid and we would have like modest is hottest fashion shows Mm -hmm. for young women's activities did you ever do that i think so but we dressed in like trash bags (laughs) Now that's hot. (laughs) Why? (laughs) I think we were like given trash bags and we had to like style them. Oh, well, that's fun. I swear it happened. I think. (laughs) Are you sure this was like a weird dream? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but we wore trash bags. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) No, we did like. I'm still stuck on the trash bags thing. <laughs> How'd you style yours? I don't know. Did you at least get like duct tape so you could cinch your waist in or something? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like that article? Yeah. Cinch your waist. <laughs> oh, yeah. I honestly can't remember if it even happened. For some reason, <laughs> I feel like it did, though. Maybe it was school or something. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. Or maybe I just did it at my house. Just you. <laughs> You had your own private fashion yeah. show. <laughs> like, Mom, where's the duct tape? I need to cinch my waist. <laughs> to look slimmer. Come on. I'm working with garbage. Anyway. So we would have, like, wedding fashion shows that were about modest is hottest. And it was, like, all the moms came in there. If they still had it, they're, like, modest wedding gown. <laughs> And showed us how beautiful you can still look. And they put it on. Mm-hmm. If it fit them. If not, then their daughter would wear it. And it was like. I hate that. Did yeah. you hate it? Or did you like it? It was fun at the time. Yeah. I was like, yeah, <laughs> they look so good. Modest is hottest. Like, I was for it because I was in it. But yeah. looking back, I'm like, why did we need a whole activity dedicated to telling you that you are still beautiful if you cover up. Like, it's still so body-focused. Mm-hmm. 
And so like a whole activity dedicated. And the fact that it was about you getting married. Yeah. <laughs> like you can still be hot for your husband in a wedding gown. Yeah. Craziness. Oh, so modesty, I feel like, is described as like female empowerment. Like if you cover up your body, no one can objectify you. Mm-hmm. I don't know where I was going with that. But I feel like if you objectify are objectifying yourself, you need to change your outfit. Like it should be about how you feel and what you're wearing. Like if you feel uncomfortable with what you're wearing, then you should change and yeah. put on something that will make you not think about the way you look. Yeah. Or like take yourself. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Going out to out and about mm-hmm. on a walk. Like if you're on your hot girl walk and you have like a bra and spanks on and you're just thinking about what other people are looking at, like how people are perceiving you, maybe go change. Put on something that will allow you to just be in your body and not be outside of your body thinking about how other people are looking at you. Yeah. I also don't like the idea that a woman can't dress up for herself. Like it always has to be for the male gaze. Like Yeah. You can dress up for yourself. Yeah. And you can feel feel good good because you feel good. Mm -hmm. Not because you think other people think you look good. Mm -hmm. It can be an inner confidence. Yes. Is there an animal that you think is sexy? No. That is the weirdest thing you've ever asked me. It was on my questions page. Is that? Pulled up on my, I went to Safari to type in more, like find more body image stuff. And it's just. Is there an animal that you think is sexy? No. (laughs) frogs for sure (laughs) for sure poison dart frogs (laughs) (laughs) Uh, their accuracy is so hot (laughs) (laughs) like their jumping accuracy their poison dart accuracy (laughs) (laughs) they don't actually throw poison darts What am I supposed to be with that name? <laughs> I just assumed you would know the correct <laughs> image of a poison dart frog. I don't know. <laughs> My favorite jokes are, of yours are the ones that take me a second <laughs> to understand. <laughs> and then they hit. <laughs> Okay. Oh, I also read something that, like, since women are so objectified, it's hard for people to have platonic friendships with the opposite sex if they're in a relationship. Like, the woman might get jealous if the man's, like, talking to another woman, but it's because our culture is so obsessed with women's bodies, I think. And like, I don't know. And it's also, our cultures also push the idea that men have no control around women. Does that make sense? Mm. We, We don't want our significant others to be around the opposite sex because we're so scared of like something happening, you know? Yeah. But we shouldn't be because... 
women aren't objects and men yeah. shouldn't be sexualizing women. What do you think of like bishop interviews alone with the bishop? <laughs> what are we getting off topic? No, I just like I have a so I've talked about how I grew up watching porn. Mm -hmm. I confess to a lot of my bishops about yeah. watching porn. And so I just don't know how deep you want to get into that because I have a lot of experience with talking sexual things mm -hmm. alone with a bishop. Should we save it for another episode or should we, we just could save it. talk about it right now? We can talk. We can do either. Okay. Let's talk about it right now because okay. I'm curious. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, I feel like I've told you, but. Oh, probably. I, obviously when you're watching porn, it's a sin, sexual sin. And I felt like I've talked about like the scum of the earth, so dirty and guilty and never like, I never felt pure. And I was chasing that feeling of being pure and perfect. And so I confessed for the first time to my bishop in, I think, I want to say junior high. It was either junior high or like the first year of high school. And he like asked a lot of follow-up questions like, what kind of porn was I watching? Was I masturbating to the porn? What kind of masturbation? Are you kidding me? No, dead serious. Like, he wanted to make sure if I had, like, fingered myself oh, or if it was just... Okay, that is horrible. Yeah. You can continue, but I have thoughts okay. after you're done. Okay. I mean, that's pretty much it. Like, he just wanted lots of details. Oh, my God. And I, I was giving him the information because I wanted to be clean. I wanted to be pure again. I didn't want to keep sinning. I wanted to, I thought I had an addiction and I wanted to be better. And I thought that the way to recover Do from that. this was through my bishop. Mm -hmm. So I was listening to a Mormon stories podcast, mm -hmm. the ex-Mormon podcast. Mm -hmm. And there was an ex-Mormon bishop that came on and he said there's nowhere written in any handbook or anything that you should be asking those questions really? about sexual sin like he doesn't know like where that came from but he said like if someone came to him with those sins he would just like completely shut it down he didn't want to know anything about it he let them decide whether he they wanted to take the sacrament or not like left it up to that person and god then he also said if a bishop is asking those questions he's feeding his own appetite i don't know like he Ugh. said yeah he's like making them feel like they're bigger than that person or like boosting them up yeah like a higher power yeah i don't know if it's like sexually all the time yeah pleasure but like it gives them some sort of pleasure mm -hmm. not necessarily sexual pleasure but it's totally disgusting that a yeah. man sat down with you and asked you those things when you were 14 15 however old mm -hmm. it's i'm so sorry you had to do that like you were probably crying you were probably 
like you were alone with this man that is traumatizing yeah that i trusted and i thought i was being asked i thought i had to tell him these things yeah to repent Mm -hmm. and be clean and i didn't leave that feeling clean i left that feeling feeling gross I felt gross about the situation about myself and I it just felt icky. And having to like relive everything. Yeah, reliving and describe things in detail. And a lot of my trauma growing up has to do with watching porn from like my parents finding me, <laughs> my surge history, whatever. I've told four bishops, I've confessed to four bishops and my mission president about it. It's something that's been with me my whole life. And mm-hmm. there's a lot of trauma with mm-hmm. that. And this was the first thing, the mm-hmm. first bishop I ever told to try to, like, be clean and be happy again. And, yeah, it was just icky. So how did your other experiences with the other bishops go? Was it that intense? No. That was the only one that was in that much. That was the only one that he had follow-up question. None of the other bishops did. No one else had follow-up questions for me. They just wanted to know, like, oh, the first one also asked if I thought I was gay. With the last bishop I told, he was very awkward, and I was very awkward, and it was like the the conversation, he just wanted to be out of the conversation is what Mm -hmm. it felt like. So I, like, told him, because I was preparing for my mission, Mm -hmm. so I told him, like, I've struggled with pornography and i just want to know like what do i need to do to serve mission basically and like how long do i need to be clean for how long do i need to like abstain from masturbation for like i wanted to go into my mission headstrong feeling great and he was like it's between you and god thank you for telling me i also confessed to him in that session that in a makeout session a guy had grabbed my boob and I told him no and I confessed that to my bishop like I felt so bad about that and like I need you to know this so I can be clean to serve my mission but yeah I I don't remember too much about it just that he wanted out of it Mm -hmm. it felt like he didn't want to engage in the conversation he didn't have any follow-up questions was that better than yeah the guy yeah I felt way more confident going into my mission. I felt good. Yeah. The first one, and I didn't ever really think about it until a few years ago, probably, like, thinking about that. Thinking about what? The f- the first session with the bishop where I told him, because it's, I thought I was just doing the right thing. Did you ever tell your mom or anything? My parents knew that I had told him. Mm-hmm. But I didn't go into detail about what the conversation entailed. Oh, and he also told me to text him. He gave me his cell phone number and said, text me next time you have the urge to watch porn. That is so. Or masturbate. Text me when you're horny. Yeah. That's so fucking creepy. Yeah. And he said, it doesn't matter what time of day or night. What the. So in the moment. Did you have any thoughts of like, oh, he's creepy or did it just feel like off? It just felt off. I was, I had, it had been a few years of me watching porn before I finally confessed to a bishop. 
So it was a lot of work up to this moment. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm finally taking this step. I'm finally going to be clean. I was in a very, like, I'll do whatever it takes mm-hmm. to get over this, to get through this, and to leave this part of my life behind. And so anything that he told me to do or he needed to know, I was going to tell him. Mm-hmm. And so I, it was part of me was just wanting to spill it all like I just wanted to get this off my chest I've been holding in for so long Mm -hmm. and I was grateful to have an opportunity to repent like I was I was happy to do it and I felt weird about it but I thought I was just feeling weird because it was just awkward stuff of course you're gonna feel weird yeah but the extent of the conversation yeah Looking back is like, that's really gross. Yeah, so inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Which at the time felt so genuine. And like like I said, there was a sense of gratitude. Like, thank you for helping me through this. Was he crying at all? No. No, but I definitely was the whole time. Ew, I wonder if he's just a weird guy. Yeah. Or like a weird guy. Yeah, that's what I don't know. Either way, he's a weird dude. <laughs> yeah i have the 1960s version of the for strength of youth on modesty and dress read it should we end with this yes (laughs) this is juicy thing this is gold church standards regarding the appropriateness of dress should be a constant guide to the youth of the church wherever they are so they will always be comfortable knowing they are within the realm of good taste see how important dress is just by that first line. Yeah, like they're making it clear. Yeah. You have to listen to this. It is difficult to make an overall statement concerning modest standard of dress because modesty cannot be determined by inches or fit since they, since that which looks modest on one person may not be so on another. Whether youth are at school attending a sacrament or other church meeting, dance, athletic, or sports camp activity at home or away, church standards require young men and women to appropriately to be appropriately dressed. This is kind of boring. Should I just pick out the good stuff? Sure. I want the strict stuff. Girls should dress to enhance their natural beauty and femininity. What the fuck? Clothes should be comfortable and attractive without calling attention to a person's body. For example, skirts should be long enough to cover the kneecap and they should not be too tight fitting. Mm. Dresses should not be cut extremely low at the top. Strapless dresses and spaghetti straps are not acceptable either on sundresses or evening dresses. <laughs> Few girls or women ever look well in backless or strapless dresses. What? <laughs> no. Yeah, none of you guys even look good in these dresses. <laughs> Don't <lot>. try those. <laughs> You woman. <laughs> There's a few. Yeah. <laughs> There's oh a my. few that look good. That's horrible. Yeah. I cannot believe that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Such styles often make the figure look, look ungainly and large, <laughs> or they show the bony structures of the body. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so modesty is literally just they want us to dress the way that they like. Yeah. <laughs> You look that, too skinny. Ugh, you look too big. I can see your bones. <laughs> you cannot pull that backless dress <laughs> off. Not one of the few. Sorry. <laughs> it's literally just men's desires yeah. that they want us to dress to 
enhance our natural beauty and features and whatever. Yeah. This is bullshit. <laughs> this is this is also from the 60s, so let's remember that. <laughs> How many years ago was that? 6, 80 years ago? I can't do math on here anymore because I think we're 54,000 days into our <laughs> life. <laughs> That's 64 years ago. It's not appropriate for young men to wear extremely tight-fitting pants. <laughs> not appropriate. When driving around in cars, working in the yard or elsewhere, they should wear appropriate trousers and shirts. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? No one can see your bottom in a car. You could be naked. Yeah. <laughs> driving in cars is appropriate to be butt naked. <laughs> but only <laughs> butt naked <laughs> don't even try to wear trousers in the car. Yeah. not allowed they just have to control everything this is so eye-opening to me like i know this isn't the standard now mm-hmm. but these are the prophet this is from the prophet of the time the guy that was supposedly talking with god it's like getting God is telling him to tell women to not wear backless dresses. Yeah. Only only a few only of them few. can. Tell them that only a few of them. <laughs> I mean, a few. A few of you. <laughs> Listen to this. Okay. A real lady does not, <laughs> does not go out in public, to the market, or to shops with her hair in curlers. <laughs> what? That's immodest? What the flip? A real lady. Yeah. What the? That's insane. That's in there? This is the first strength of youth? Yeah. What in the world? Yeah, what the heck? This is just so eye-opening for me. Look how far we've come, though. <laughs> I wear my hair to, in curlers to Every the grocery day. store all the time. <laughs> I haven't, but I'm going to now. <laughs> <laughs> I got my backless dress on right now. <laughs> Fuck the patriarchy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, gosh i'm so glad you read that that is that changes everything for me why just seeing that at the time these men were saying that this was from god like the amount of control that they wanted to have over females it's just insane to me the amount of control that they wanted to have and i don't think that amount of control that they want to have has changed i think they've had to change the way they speak about these things to kind of conform with the changing world but i think the church still has that much control over women for sure in the sense that they will still make you feel guilty Mm -hmm. if you're not doing what the church teaches to do Mm -hmm. and it's just i'm so glad that I'm, I have distanced myself from it because I don't know what I would have thought if I, if I was reading these as an active, if I was on my mission and I came across this for strength of youth, I'm sure I could find some way to talk myself out of thinking it was crazy. It, what's it called? Cognitive dissonance? Yeah. Or yeah. I would have found something. Yeah. To be like, explain it away. You can explain anything away. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But being distant from it and, like, reading this, it's ugh, it's insane. I'm glad we're out. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm so glad. Yeah. 
Nobody has that control over me. Nope. I'm going to wear what the heck I want. Yes, please. Anything else? No. I feel good. I feel good, too. I feel good about that. That was a good episode. It's good. Okay. Well, follow us on Instagram. If you want to submit something, we'll be posting weekly now. We'll have a question for you guys to answer that has to do with our upcoming episodes. If you want to have us read something that you wrote in, (laughs) please fill out the submission. And as always, it's anonymous. Follow us on Spotify, please. Yes. Leave us a nice review. Yes. And share with a friend. Yes. Thanks, guys. Thank you. We will talk to you later. Bye. Bye.